it looks like I'm hearing yeah. that um, people I, are not I able just to saw hear. that. I know. Wow. <laughs> well, you know what was cool about that was I also still had the intro going. So it seemed to like work out just fine. Oh, almost. I almost had it, everybody. But no, uh, again, this is episode 43 the the Kind of explain podcasting. I have Stephen here again, who was at the last one. Um, I was also on his uh, at Midnight Hatter. Um, if you haven't checked that out, I think we've linked it in the Discord, but it's also in the the comments here uh, or uh, the description. Also, uh, I was talking about the Patreon he just he just started because on his channel uh, it's a little more variety, even though there's a lot of gun, but also tabletop um, and 3D printing, and so some of the Patreon. Uh, perks have to do with 3D print, printing and miniatures. So if you're into that stuff, um, yeah, that, that, uh, anything to add to that? <laughs> Even yeah, no, thanks just for the shout. I really appreciate oh, that. Yeah. Um, I, um, yeah, like you said, I really just want to create value and give people something beyond just, you know, the benefit of being part of the show and part of the, part of the community, you know, give you, give you something to take home uh, with, with that. So um, and I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, you know this is this is a fun opportunity. You know, I I don't get to um, you know, apart from chatting on Discord with everybody, I don't get to talk Gundam face to face with a lot of folks very often. So this is yeah. this is awesome. No, yeah, I agree. You know, I do either. I think we hit it off pretty well and had fun shows uh, previously. So yeah, this is uh, this is some fun stuff. Um, you know, real quick, uh, now that everything is up and running and working correctly. Um, yeah, if you want to listen to this in the audio form, I have it on all the podcast platforms. If there's any that are missing, just let me know. Um, also, um, yeah, subscribe on YouTube. There's a Discord. The Discord's really fun. Um, that's how we all really met each other is through the Discord, and so it's fun to chat there all the time. Um, what else is there? Oh, yeah, let me try this other thing and see if it works. Um yeah, the transition to this uh, thing. There's a a Shars counterattack watch along. Um, it'll be Saturday, May twenty first. But check out uh, the Patreon dot uh, com forward slash Gundam Explain for more information um, on that. Um, yeah, and so uh, other things we'll talk about today are you know so an interest we have is with video games and Gundam, and that really mixes well, it seems. And and you, as well as those in the chat and subscribers of the channel, have more information on Gundam video games than I do, um, even though I know quite a bit. So we're going to talk about our favorites, some of the best that are out there. Um, and I actually did a poll on uh, the YouTube channel before, uh, before I started, so I'm curious to see what we get out of that. Um, what else was I going to talk about? I think... Oh, yeah, that's right. Because of the Rosen, it's not the Rosen Zulu, but the Gira Zulu from Unicorn is in GBO2. It made me think about, well, that was, um, uh, oh, what's his name? Um, Angelos. Angelo. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Angelos, Rosen Zulu. And I'm like, huh, how come this Gira Zulu says Angelo? So um, I don't know if it's because they're taking an existing model. I don't, you know, and just kind of using that so they can repaint it. Or did he have a Gira Zulu in Unicorn and I just forgot? I believe he started with a Gira Zulu custom towards the beginning that was the purple yeah. painted one or pink, you know, with lavender, whatever color you want to call yeah. it. And then the Rosen Zulu was that one he had towards the end of the series where, oh. uh, yeah, that, that one is the one that had like the claws and everything on it. Um, but I mean, both 
awesome suits. Angelo in the uh, manga is is way cooler than Angelo in the show. I think that Angelo in the show probably oh. gets a bad rap. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Uh, the the one part that always stands out is when he's in his mobile suit. I forget which one, and he's he does some weird pose and just kind of like goes off screen as if it was the end scene of a dance. Does does that ring a bell? I, I do remember that. It was like, a, you know, he kind of does this yeah, plie, plie and then just kind of like, um, yeah. I didn't even know that they designed thrusters to turn sideways like that just to. Yeah. That, yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, all right. Yeah. You know what? Let's, uh, let's jump into some of this stuff. Um, oh yeah. First of all, just to uh, talk about videos I came out with recently, there was a live stream I did last weekend uh, with um, uh, playing that SD Gundam Neo battling, so it's like an old school vertical shoot 'em up, and I actually played through the whole thing. I I just wanted to just play for fun on stream. It's very hard, um, but if you wanted to see it from beginning to end, there you go. Um, yeah, and then I had the uh, review of that Robot Spirits ground type, so that video is up. Let me know what you guys think about these types of reviews. I really like reviewing the action figures, um, but they don't seem to be, there doesn't seem to be as much interest as in other content. And also Gumpla. What's cooler, a Gumpla or, you know, the Robot Spirits? Um, and then, um, yeah, the video, uh, I call it Witness uh, the Goof's uh, Custom Slay. So this was from OMS Team Episode 10. Um, where, yeah, the goof custom goes all out, murders rampage, awesome animation. I think that's what really helps sell it is the animation, yeah. especially taking their time to animate when the oil comes splashing up after he stabs the tank. They really, they did that on purpose to really emphasize the brutality of that, that goof. You know what? I got to say with all this stuff I'm trying to talk through, I miss the chat cause I'll see chat and I'll be like, Oh, what are you guys talking about? I want to go hang out with you. Um, yeah, but anyway, um, let me uh, let me switch. Oh yeah, topics real quick. I want to ask you anything Gundam related going on with you? Anything like you acquired or worked on? No, no. I mean, I uh, well, let's see. I dug this guy out of the backlog and decided to start working on him. Um, nice. It's got the the red Bandai logo, so this was <laughs> prior to the Bandai Spirits um, line shift, which I'm sure you've um, yep. talked about before. And I haven't quite finished him up yet, but this is where I'm at so far. Um, naturally, I'm doing. Oh, well, I lost my black light, but you know, I did do the, <laughs> oh, the, uh, the black color light treated thing. Yeah, on the eyes. Yeah, yeah, on the eyes. I mean, for eight bucks on Amazon, you get like oh, seven different good. colors of this and you know these these paints go a long way to creating those light effects especially on high grade model kits so and are you uh oh okay so that's what you're going to be currently working on and then add that to it yeah yeah so i mean i always try to touch up the uh the eyes or the visor depending on the kit you know whether it's a mono eye or whatever um yeah. i always try to hit that before i get into you know, some of the later stuff on the kit, but I mean, even, even on like, say the, the little hand painted Zaku Kai, oh, yeah. I've got the mono eye, but then I also hit the, the backpack thrusters oh. with some of that as well. So That's you can get idea. that sort of glow effect. 
like I said, it's a, it's a cheap and effective, you know, little technique that I, that I love, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of these little, little gunpla hacks that go a long way. Yeah. And it's funny. Cause yeah, I, I see that a lot with gunpla and as much as I like gunpla, I collect more of the robot spirits, but sometimes those hacks will transfer over. Like, uh, something I'll be working on is I was fixing the effect parts. I'm always embarrassed about this, but I'm always breaking the ends of the effect parts that stick into the figure. And so uh, there's this Facebook group that a guy was showing off a technique, you know, I, and I tried it. So I drilled a little hole in there, got some super glue and some um, paper clips, cut the length I needed um, and was able to fix it that way. Um, wow. I've never seen that. I'm going to have to look into that technique because I'm breaking stuff all the time. I mean, like uh, with this Zaku, I broke off the command horn. Oh, and man. so after super gluing it back on, I decided to paint a white stripe on it to kind of cover my mistake. Oh, that's still so, cool. That's a good idea. Yeah, though. you know, there's, it, th there's no such thing as a mistake as long as you can cover it up, right? Yeah. No, um, no, that's actually pretty good. Uh, that's the thing I like about this stuff, um, you know, repairing them. But speaking of, not really speaking of, actually, I think just before coming on stream... Um, uh, someone had posted in Discord um, the Kukuru's Doan's Island. Uh, I guess this is like a five-minute scene from the movie. And it's oh, wow. really good. The music is really good. Um, the anime, it's really, it's almost like perfect. I don't know. This is hyping me up. It's just because it wasn't showing too much, but it showed exactly what I would want to see with this excellent animation. I love the way it's like the perfect evolution of 0079. It does not feel out of place. Uh, you know, it's it, it 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 seems like it fits. Uh but again, the music is excellent. Um so yeah, uh let me actually throw that in the chat. Um it's at the, it's in the Discord too actually if anyone wants to check that out, but um yeah. Kai Shiden uh, is always a delight to watch. Yeah, I like his character because don't you see him up through, if not narrative, um, Unicorn. Mm -hmm. um, I, I forget if it was narrative, but I guess he had this job, and I don't know if you happen to have any more information on this, where he becomes some sort of, is it an investigative journalist? Uh, or kind of like a private uh, investigative journalist or something like that, or the vibe that i got from him especially in zeta and and you know that that early yeah. early 007 or you know early universal century period he becomes sort of an investigator of some kind yeah yeah um which is which is i mean it suits him very well being such a being such a big mouth guy yeah no really i love i like the arc of his uh character um because he does seem like kind of a jerk at the beginning, but then, you know, of the original, but then he's just with everyone doing everything, part of the white base crew. It, yeah, one of the highlights. But anyway, yeah, that trailer is up. And, okay, moving on. So this is what came about the Girazulu. So that is in the Angelo version, which is pretty cool, is going to be in GBO2. Um, let's see. Oh, Pale, uh, Pale Rider is part of the limited supply drop, so that is pretty cool. Yeah, I need to jump back into this. I purposely stopped because I thought that PC release was going to happen, and I was like, oh, I'll just 
you know, instead of having to hook up my PS5 again and everything, I would just play on PC. But a lot of people had their hopes hung on that uh, Steam yeah. Steam release. How about now, you? Let How... me ask you. Oh yeah. Go oh, ahead. I was just going to ask you um, because I don't think we've ever talked about GBO2 at yeah. length, um, exactly and you know, asking. you know, kind of bringing around to to video games and and Gundam video games in particular. Uh, what what mobile suit do you main in? gbo2 yeah that that's a good question it would be the rigazi custom um and I, again I, I tell everyone i don't know if it's because this is an easy suit to use or what but i can just destroy with it i love being able to do quick strategic maneuvers because i can transform and fly where i need so i like it when a suit has that it, it's also it's five shot beam rifle or it's more than that it's the one that can fire off a bunch of rounds and then you gotta but it's fast paced and it has a lot of knockback, so and you just aim for the legs, and you'll eventually knock them back. Um, and then I like it because you can cycle through various weapons, and I like that because I can then think of how I want any. I can change the situation based on how I think it will work out for me. So the Rigazi allows that. But the other one, I was actually using the Double Zeta a lot. The Double Zeta before I got Our Rigazi, yeah, and then. Um, the Bjarlint custom, that one, um, it, it's the first raid suit that I I was able to really utilize, and I think it's because of its hover mode. Uh, I think that makes a huge difference. I it, think it made me feel like I had better grasp on where I should put, you know, endanger myself at. Um, um, what about you? Um, so for me, it's always it always depends on the uh, point cost limit, right? Um, so yeah. in in mid cost games, I I tend to go for the act Saku, which uh, I haven't mm. unlocked the beam rifle for it yet. But as far as Zakus go, it's the only Zaku that's got a beam saber, so it's got a little bit more reach than your average Zaku. Most Zakus only have that heat hawk, so you have to get real close if you want to hurt somebody. Yeah. Um, of course, that's changed now with the uh, with the new ground type zaku from code fairy because now that you can play as that in gbo2 you've got the heat sword so that's pretty mm. cool but um but even without the beam rifle that the act zaku can unlock that 40 shot bullpup rifle that it, that it has is it, it packs a punch mm. and and i tend to go with more ballistic weapons in general anyway over oh. over beam weapons Okay. But uh, but yeah, I mean, if we if we were going toe to toe and you pulled out that double Zeta, then I'd have to I'd have to use my Bawu. Oh, um, okay, cool. I haven't used yeah, that one. again. It's a uh, you know it, the first raid suit that I was able to kind of learn to master. I'm terrible with raid suits, so um, so yeah, no the uh, Bawu, and then you've got so many so many weapon options on there. It's got missiles. It's got the shield with its um mega particle cannon on it. So you know, you can kind of just keep firing yeah. and you never have to stop because you just swap through weapons. And I like that. I like that because yeah. once you, that's an easy way to learn the weapons and then you can go back and play them strategically. Like they even added more hot keys for the weapons, for uh, suits that have more than four weapons or five, whatever they the had... <laughs> initial standard hot key was. And then they expanded it. Um, because yeah, there are times where it's like, I You'll know how long it takes to cycle to something, so you'll try to quick cycle. Yeah, but but that's yeah, the thing. I'm not mastered hotkeys hot myself. I'm a, I'm a cycle guy. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. That's the thing about it. It's like you need to play. You need to have played a suit enough, 
in order to then muscle memory that. Otherwise, yeah, I, I'm cycling most of the time. Uh, no, but that's cool. Um, okay, so real quick then, uh, speaking of video games, um, I, even though there's some more stuff we're going to talk about, I wanted to jump into this because the chat's already talking about it. Best Gundam games. Now, I want to ask you, what was the first Gundam game you played? So the first Gundam game I played, and this was probably a mistake on my part, was Xeonic Front on the PlayStation 2, which was a fantastic game. But, you know, being, you know, a pro Xeon guy like myself, that was the game I was drawn to was, you know, I was like, I I don't want to play as the Gundam. I think it looks goofy. I don't want to I don't want to be Amaro. I, I saw Xeonic Front at the store. I think this was back when like Funko Land was a thing. If you remember oh, those yeah. shops, Funko Land. Um, so so I um I picked it up there and uh, yeah, that was that was an experience. In in at the time, was it pretty hard for you? Oh yeah, I mean yeah. at that age, I don't think I fully grasped what I was getting into. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. And what about you? Well, yeah, the first one I played was the um. Oh, Rise from the Ashes on Dreamcast. And I didn't even know it was... I didn't know Gundam then. I didn't know it was Gundam. I just was like, I like mechs, and this is a mech game. And I was like, this is one of the best mech games I've ever played. I can't believe there's nothing else like it. And I didn't realize (laughs) (laughs) it was... Yeah, I didn't realize it was... 25 years of things behind it. Yeah, and it wasn't until I got back... I got into Gundam, like 2019 or whatever, that I was like, okay... What are some Gundam games that exist? I can't believe I haven't come across any yet. And then when I saw that that was one of them, I was like, I can't believe it. You know, that's a great game. Um, yeah. And, but, and to this day, it's the only Gundam game that you play first person inside of the cockpit. Right? Really? I'm pretty sure. Wow. Um, But and, yeah, that was my second game. And I, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Okay. Um, well then, Since then, what's your favorite? So then my favorite, I would say right now, I'm 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 a bit of a you know grognard, I'm a bit of an old school kind of guy. Um the the games it's probably tied between Gundam Side Stories and Battlefield Record 0081. And I think 0081 edges it out just a little bit for that number one spot for me. Well then because you, you've had a lot more experience um playing these games. What do you think is the easiest Gundam game? Yeah, uh, Shield Maiden uh, Maiden Sela was asking what games would you guys recommend to first-time Gundam fans? Ooh, first-time Gundam fans. I, I'd, I'd say Versus, just the standard Versus on yeah. PlayStation 4 because it's it's very much basic, like, pick your Gundam, you're in the scenario or the mobile suit, you hear the music from, like, the original show, and it kind of groups things like the different series. So I could just play all UC stuff and... It shows the characters, and it's fun. And and the single player, even though it's made to be multiplayer, that versus is more of you, you can just sit, relax, and casually play Gundam. Yeah, it's it's an arcade style game. Yeah, and I agree with you that I think you know my favorite versus games are still the old school like Federation versus Zeon or um or the Zeta uh, isn't Gundam the Zeta versus, versus Zeta Gundam. Yeah, yeah. That one, the Gundam versus Zeta Gundam, I've probably sunk way too many. I, I think I did the math on it, and I've it, it was something like two and a half years of my life. I've I've played that game. <laughs> wow, 
Um, and it's just because of the extensive campaign mode that comes in that game, which is awesome. But those are the ones that are, you know, they're a little bit more arcadey and they, they feel responsive as far as Gundam games go. Cause you know, like GBO two, I think is, it's, it's great for Gundam fans, but for newcomers to the series, then you end up kind of, um, you know, it's a little bit more of a mech simulator. And so you're kind of sluggish. You you don't get that same zippy field as you do playing one of the versus games. Um, and, you know, that's a good point like, because, okay. uh, you know, that's a good point because, yeah, playing versus versus playing GBO2, it's, they're like completely different. And I would play versus just because I wanted to immerse myself in a Gundam themed casual game to play. But I play GBO2 yeah. on purpose to feel like I am in a Gundam or a mobile suit. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it definitely feels much more realistic. Yeah, um, for better or worse. And uh, Lucas Garrett is saying the Dynasty Warriors Gundam series got him into Gundam games back in the day, which I hear that a lot. Yeah, I hear that a lot. The the Dynasty Warriors Gundam series is uh is fantastic. Uh, I love. All of those games, even even the third one, which I know was not very well received. But and, and you know what? That's the beautiful thing about the Venn diagram of Gundam and gaming is that you um, there there's something for everybody. You know, if you want like a tactics style game, then you've got some of the SDG generation games or Gearin's Greed. Um, if you're in for more of that mech simulator feel, you've got GBO2 or Rise from the Ashes or if you just want a shmup. Or yeah. like you know, just a hack and slash game. You've got Dynasty Warriors. It's it's a, yeah. it's a really broad genre that I think. Um, yeah, there's something for everybody. It's a good idea too, especially this year when they have GBO2 releasing on PC alongside Evolution, which is a totally different type of shooter. And then they have that SD Gundam Battle Alliance, which I can't wait for. Even though I'm, I always complain about SD looking things. It doesn't need to look SD. Uh, <laughs> I I'm still glad that I can be some Gundams running around in a Gundam world, probably listening to Gundam music. Uh, you know, <laughs> not gonna complain about that. Yeah. Um. I uh, uh, I'm sorry. Neon Wave is saying that his uh, first game was Gundam Encounters in Space. It introduced him to more Gundam back when I thought there was only Gundam Wing. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I that was actually the first Gundam game I played when I got back into Gundam. I uh downloaded a PS2 emulator and played encounters in space. And I loved it. Uh, and yeah. that had like a zone of the enders feel to it, you know, it oh, was, was it, cause it was I haven't chaotic. played zone of the end, but okay. Maybe I have it. Cause it reminds me of like a more modern evolution from space Harrier to Panzer dragoon. It's like, you can still move around wherever you want, but it has some of the same mechanics. Um, when fighting like the hold down to lock on to targets and all that. Yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah, another uh, yeah, Ultronimus, another Dynasty Warriors. Um, let's see, Gundam Reborn. That's the one you were playing on your stream last night. That looks yes. fantastic. Makes me need to really get a PS3. Uh, Gundam vs Zeta Gundam and Encounters in Space. Okay, that's cool. Um, let's see, for Ultronimus, my first game was Gundam Battle Assault Two. What one's that? Do you know Battle Assault Two? It's a 2D fighting game. I think there's oh. actually, uh, if you're familiar with the game Grumps on YouTube, they do. Uh, they had a, a stream where they played Gundam Battle Operation 2, which it, it's a lot of fun. You know, you get 
some some mobile suits from a lot of different eras. I think you can have you can play as the Zazabi, but you can also play as a couple of Gundam Wing Gundams. Huh. Um, but uh, yeah, I think the the thing that always stands out in my mind is that the announcer for the game was uh, British, so he says everything with a with a British accent. And so you pick you know if you pick the pilot Judo Ashta, you get you know, the full armor, double Z Gundam, like... Oh, wow. It, okay. Um, yeah, doesn't say double Zeta, double Z. That, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Um, let's see, the heavy metal dude. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see, again, gotta mention Gundam Battlefield Record 0081 on the PS3. That game is just so good. Yeah, you brought that up too. Yeah. And it looks like it's a... Like, you think 81, and I can't really think of many Gundam stories that took place during that, because... It's 80, and then it jumps to um, Zeta. Yeah, so, 87, right? Yeah. And and that's, that's the beauty of that, that game. And then Encounters in Space kind of covers the 0083 era. So those are those, like, pre-Titans games. Ah, okay. um, in fact, I would even argue that some of the events of 0081 kind of led to the formation of the Titans because you're playing... You know, you're almost playing a cat-and-mouse game with yourself because you're playing as both a group of Xeon... Uh, remnants that are still on earth and trying to get to space and then you're also playing as the federation unit that is hunting down zeon remnants and so you're kind of like every advancement that you make as the zeon pilots you then come at them as the federation pilots and there's a there's subterfuge and espionage it's it's a really it, it makes me sad that that's one of the the many games that they did not fully translate into english because the story of that game is or um, remake, do a remake for side stories, because isn't a lot of the games and side stories just remakes of that yeah. era? Um, well, maybe, well, yeah, I don't know, because some of the stuff in side stories takes place like in the future of wh where they're at. There's like a couple of them, but um, what's the action and combat like in it? In 0081? Yeah. It's... It's a lot like GBO2 where it's a oh. you're you're kind of slow and deliberate. It's a little bit faster. You have the ability to dodge and move around a little bit more than you do in GBO2, um which is why I like it so much. It's a very you feel much more in control. Yeah. But um but yeah, you still get that same sort of mech simulator vibe. It's not as arcadey and floaty as like a Gundam versus game. And do you own the game? Uh I do. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Okay, that's cool. Man, yeah, PS3 has uh Yeah, PS3 is the way to go. If if you're if you're looking for Gundam games to play, most of the best ones are on PS3. Okay, I wanted to share real quick um I did a poll. Actually, there's another poll I want to get to also, but I asked uh what are some of your favorite Gundam video games? And I did this earlier today, so there's not like a whole lot of answers, but um lat Latink says, I really enjoyed Journey to Jabberos, Yannick Front, and all the Dynasty Warriors Gundam games. We need a AAA quality Gundam game. You know, and it's funny that you say we need a AAA quality Gundam game because I think there are cool Gundam games. They're just specific niches within the video game uh, market. There's not like a, a Gundam game that kind of has its own identity as a AAA. You know, like you see the Sony... Um, the first party games or what would be, you know, uh, Microsoft first party game. Whereas look at what Bandai Namco published with Elden Ring, how expansive that is. And I think 
I would like to see that type of work put into a Gundam game where um, in Code Fairy is cool, but all that is is taking the GBO2 engine, which is kind of an older way of doing things. And I don't want to complain because we got animation, another story, and it's fun, but I can understand getting a AAA quality Gundam game. Yeah. Well, and that's that's always going to be the struggle, right? Is most Gundam games are going to just be a Gundam version of something else. Like they, they, they've already got a gameplay mechanic that they're going from and then they're adapting it to fit Gundam. Yeah. There's there's not a lot of Gundam games where they start with Gundam and then try to build the gameplay around that universe, right? Yeah. And it could work because, you know, thinking about, I don't know if anyone's played Lost Planet. Have you, did you ever play Lost Planet? Love Lost Planet. Yeah. <laughs> and w- what was cool about it to me was that it was its own thing. Like even today, when you think of Lost Planet, it feels like it does everything in its own way. Um. And that's a mech game. And then there's other there's some mech games that people don't aren't crazy about, like Front Mission Evolved. I really liked that. It's and it, it was the one that was a third person action game. It wasn't the normal strategy. I really liked it. Um uh and even Lost, Lost Planet 3 was its own mech game. I don't know if you ever played the third one. It was a Western developed game that was different. Yeah. You had a, a bigger mech than actually the other Lost Planet games, so um, let's see, John Candom Encounters in Space, Missing Link, Side Stories, yeah, that's a good one, Operation Code Fairy, Battle Operation 2, um, Rogue New Type will listed a whole lot, so Side Story, 0079 on Dreamcast, yeah, that was good, Cross Dimension, which I did a video on, it's like one of the first, that's where the Pixie Gundam is introduced, yep. um, let's see, yeah, just a bunch of cool ones, some I've never even heard of, um, yeah, even that Neo Battling game I played, Last weekend, I had never heard of it, and I just found it online. I was like, okay, I'm playing this. Uh, what is it? Suit of Souls, Encounters in Space, Battle Operation 2, Federation for Xeon, Gundam for Zeta Gundam, Dynasty Warriors Reborn. Uh, from What is that? Juha Jenger? Sorry if I butcher your name. <laughs> and then Chan Taddy, uh, Gundam 0081. So, yeah, the things that I saw a lot of were Encounters in Space, Gundam 0081, uh, the... Um, Dynasty Warriors games and the verses in some way were mentioned yeah, too. Every, so. Everyone's got a favorite versus game, yeah. I would say. Okay, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, any other uh, Gundam gaming related things on your mind that we haven't brought up yet? Well, here's a bit of uh, you know, a bit of a deep cut. Some some fun trivia is. You know, back on, I believe it was the Super Nintendo, maybe it was the NES, but it was, uh, you know, an old 88 game that was Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam Hot Scramble. And oh, it was yeah. a game that I I've streamed that. playing before. Oh. Uh, I, I was playing it on an emulator, but, um, you know, it, it introduced two two different kinds of combat mechanic. It's a, it's a, a rail shooter at first, and then it's a side-scrolling, you know, shooter for the second part of the game. And what's fun about that is that, you know, flash forward 40 years and you have the Gunpla, the Hot Scramble Gundam, which is based on a Zeta Gundam build that they built in the Build Fighters series. So it's a very, like, little nod and a wink to, you know, days of yesteryear. Yeah, and Build Fighters. See, I haven't watched any of that, but I they seem to do unique mobile suits based off of 
a main one, and then they kind of mess around with it. I guess it's like yeah. someone customizing their own Gumpla. I mean, I, the the only thing I watched was that recent battle log, uh, because they had like those little few minute clips. So that was easy for me to like watch, <laughs> and I, I, I thought that was I kind of enjoyable considering there is very low risk because they're in a video game, but it was still kind of enjoyable. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's right. Sometimes they will have games that have their own Gumpla. Um, what, I think one of the recent Versus games did that. Uh, the, like Gundam Extreme or something like that. It's uh, It has a certain name to it. Yeah, I mean, they even released some of the Gumpla from Code Fairy, right? The, uh, oh, the Street right. Jaeger. Yeah, yeah. I would love to get that, man. I, yeah, I re- There's so many more. I'm starting to get back into Gumpla. Because, oh yeah, I forgot... To mention about getting that uh, Advance of Zeta one. I mean, look at the box here. Oh, that is massive. Yeah. Um, normally a hundred. It was fifty. It was open box. It still had tape on it. It's just the box is damaged in the corner here. So, and that's to say, I didn't want to give away the secret. But you go on Amazon, look at the used part or pre sometimes it's because the box is damaged they'll sell it cheaper yep yeah um you know speaking of some more gumpla let me i wanted to show something um so i saw this uh thing and it'll probably show up for you in a second steven because i think there is a delay for you right no worries okay so i'm looking at this and i'm like that is a sick looking gundam uh, like, is it a custom? But it's just the wing Gundam, right? Are you? It seems to be. Yeah, it seems to be a just a wing zero with with a fresh paint job. Very ice cold. I love it. Yeah, and that's the thing. I've never really paid much attention to wing. Um, in fact, I'm not even drawn to any other suits. But this, the way it's painted, I think makes it look less. Um, there's something about the wing suits where they look real bubbly and colorful. Um, but this actually looks like it, it would fit more with seed, but um I, yeah, I, I would that. totally does that look like a real grade or a high grade? Uh my money's probably on the real grade, just uh the amount of care and you know, attention that's been put into the details. They they probably would have sprung for the real grade if they were gonna customize it to that level. Um, you know what it kind of looks like to me? Mm. And have you seen there's like a series of high grade kits that Bandai released that's almost like a they call it like the 21st century real type. And they're it's you know, it's like Gundam Mark II and then like a, a goof flight type, but they have like a very realistic, kind of muted, as if it were produced in contemporary times. You know, it looks like an Air Force painted Gundam. That's what this looks like to me, is it looks like you know, that looks like aircraft gray. You know, this looks like something yeah. that you might actually see in, like, the U.S. Navy if if the U.S. Navy used Wing Zero Custom. <laughs> and what did you say that was called, the the line? I believe they call it the 21st Century Real Type. I'm going to just see if there's something on that there. Oh, yeah. That and those are some sharp-looking paint jobs. I, I think that you would appreciate them, like, knowing your kind of taste. Wow. In, oh, my gosh. Huh. <laughs> There's this Mark II that I'm looking at. It has, like, gold accents. Yep, that's the one. And it's 100 
which not bad for that that looks sick okay yes i am going to add this to my research folder um, <laughs> and i'll get back to that later <laughs> nice nice one i i had no idea yeah. that existed i'm gonna have to look at those more later they're, they're awesome man I, i'm telling you like that's that those kind of things definitely um they speak to me because because that's what we're talking about at the end of the day, right? These are basically just their version of tanks, tanks and planes. So, like, you know, the idea of having this extravagant red, white, and gold paint job just doesn't really sit right for a, a weapon of war. Yeah, and, it, and it's funny because I easily accepted it with the RX-78, too. Yeah. But, you know, from double... But then, yeah, sometimes as it goes on, it doesn't work with the other series. You know, but... With some more collectibles, um, speaking of wing, I think, right? Yeah, the Death's, Death yeah. Scythe. Um, yeah, I guess a Metal Robot Spirits, which I love that line. Um, now, it doesn't say um, cost signature or anything, which I don't think they're always a cost signature, but it sometimes has that appearance. Um, you know, that looks really cool when I look at it, but you know, when I look at something like this, it's cool. But I think the thing I like about Gundam isn't represented here. Because that just looks yeah. like some sort of potentially like monster sci-fi robot, like in a, in more of like a far future fantasy sci-fi robot or something. Um, not like a machine, like a weapon, you know. It's like its own character. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's it, the thing. It has its own personality. It, and it's interesting. Yeah, I guess personality is a good way to put it because – when I when I look at the RX seventy eight two, I think Amaro because I'm thinking of Amaro's personality, you know, and yeah. the RX seventy eight two is really its own thing. But, um, uh, yeah, I think that was my point. I was going to make that's uh, there's that. Uh, let's see if anyone in the chat is interested in that. Oh, uh, looks like Batman. Now that's cool. Uh, a cool uh, thought right there. A Batman Gundam, which I I was going to bring that up on another podcast, and I totally forgot. I found a comic. That had like Batman had his his own giant robot, and I that was like, awesome. okay, that's a good idea. Yeah, I think my nephew has one of those like Batman giant robot toys that like fires oh, missiles and things like, like that. Like Maginx or something, I think is the line. Yeah, something like that. That's exactly it. Um. Okay, so there's this other thing for the the high grade. Well, it is a high grade, but it could be for any 144th skill new Gundam. It's the um. Let's see, what is the name? Uh, base Satellite? The booster Bed? Oh, was, okay, Booster Bed. Might actually, because this yeah. might be a translation. So, yeah, the uh, I, Booster um, Bed. Because yeah. I, I, that, that goes to the new Gundam, right? Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they have some... Um, oh, that's cool. How I don't know if it comes with those stands, but... Man, that is a, that is a very unique... Um, you know, again, that's a deep cut, right? Because yeah. that... that that particular sled is only mentioned and seen once right. in Shark's counterattack. And, and then you... Well, no, I was going to say, I think that's why it's being sold at, like, the Gundam base specifically. I think it's, like, an exclusive. I don't... Unless I'm wrong, I don't know if it's really available, like, for anybody. Yeah, because I think yeah. it... Gundam side F. Yeah. That's pretty cool, because that entry grade is right around the corner. I think I have it pre-ordered on Big Bad Toy Store. Yeah. Um, 
Now, did you did you pre-order the entry gate grade regular new Gundam, or did you get that new Gundam type double F, like the no, just the one the regular. that's based off? Okay, yeah. Because I gotta say that the the color scheme on that that life size new Gundam in in Fukukoa, yeah, that thing's pretty cool. No, I think that is cool. And you know what's interesting? That one and the the other RX seventy eight two, you know, that they have the life size one of, and I think chat helped me out with this apparently they are canon because they are the remains reconstructed within the uc universe interesting yeah so that means that after the asteroid thing with axis were remains of amaro's suit out there and they got it and maybe they opened the cockpit but there was no amaro because he became one with psycho waves <laughs> I mean, that's pretty cool to think about, honestly. Yeah, I got to find out if there's something official about that. Uh, that'd be pretty cool. Um, okay, and so another Gumpla thing, I'm pretty sure these are model kits. I haven't seen much about this, but have you seen those three red uh, kits that they're coming out with that like have black heads, and I think you can switch them around? Oh. Uh, I, I saw a preview image of this but i have no idea what they are anything i suggest would be wild speculation yeah yeah i was trying to look up some information on them um they're the third ms team red giant third ms team they kind of remind me do you remember a few years ago when there was that uh gundam build fighter three pack well i i I say it's a three pack it was the gundam easy sr that was like an easy eight that was customized to be three different units. Oh no, that sounds cool. That I think that that's that's a sweet kit, especially if you are going to start getting into Gumpla. I think that that's one that that you would enjoy, um, at wow. least based on you know our our shared similar taste. <laughs> yeah, no, that is actually pretty cool because I wonder with this is this like a three pack or is it there's going to be three different ones you can interchange some items. Hold on. Um, oh, you know what? I never had the uh, fancy backlight on. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, that's... Dang, it fell again. I'm going to forget about that. Um, that's where it belongs now. Yeah. But yeah, we'll probably hear some more about this. I don't know. A lot of times when this information comes out, I'm finding it on Twitter under Japanese accounts. So, you know, a lot of times I don't really understand what's being said. And it could be that... that it's being first announced there, and there hasn't been a, a proper Western or translated press announcement or anything. Um, but yeah, the, yeah, those things look pretty neat. I mean, it's kind of weird that like si- a side of it is like white, and then part of it is red. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, anyone in chat know about them? I don't think so. Um, that, that breastplate kind of looks like a, a GM ground type. That's just been painted red. Yeah, I've noticed that. A, I I've just realized how often in like that the greater UC during the one year war we see that chest piece, that torso piece used on a lot. Of, even Blue Destiny uses that, doesn't it? Um, or yeah. a variation of it. Yeah, that's uh, okay. Cool. Um, let me see. Uh, yeah, next up. I wanted to talk about the Gira Zulu because this is what's kind of based off of that new suit that's in GBO2. That uh, it starts with the name. What's his name? 
Angelo Sauber. Angelo. Ah, why do I always forget that? Anyway, so what's cool about it is we look at it, and it has a lot of the classic Zaku elements because it's got yeah. that shoulder piece. It's got the green. It's got the skirt. It's really in all the right areas. It's, it, the helmet, they just made it look, I think, even more German or more of that, like, Axis style. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But, you know, now what's tell also... Me, did you ever... You, you, you're not huge into anime, right? Not really. I've recently you, looked around, but, yeah. Did you ever see that, um, even just the trailers of it, there was an anime movie called Jinro, the Wolf Brigade. I've heard of it. Oh, that, yeah, that's right. They have those helmets. Yeah. I was going to say that's like, you, that is the Gear Zulu right there. <laughs> but have you watched Jinro? I haven't, hmm. but I've heard I've heard it's great. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, I've heard that too. But what I like to look at here is we see like where it was developed from. So we see the Girazulu. We look at uh, what is developed from. Uh, so this is called the Giradoga. And so I think it looks very similar to the Girazulu, but the Girazulu I think went back to slimming down to be more like a Zaku that we're used to, Zaku 2. Whereas the Giradoga seemed to be a little more bulkier and... Let's see. Yeah, it was in Char's counterattack, so it was that part of Neo Zeon, and that was developed from uh, the Zaku Three late type, which probably came from a Zaku Three. Which I think it's really cool when you look at what a Zaku Three looks like, which I get most of that from GBO Two. Um, yeah. And this Zaku Three late type, like they're super bulky, and so we can kind of see this evolution of. And that even happened with um, the Gundams, too. Like, if you look at the Double Zeta, that's when the main, you know, Gundam gets big. And if we look at the Zaku 3 as, like, that standard Xeon, you know, enemy craft or enemy mobile suit, you can see that it kind of got its more bigger proportions. Um, it kind of following that evolution of development with you know, mobile suits. Um, yeah, yeah. Now this one you almost does... do see like kind of a bell curve in size, yeah. right? Like starting from 0079 and then you know kind of peaking around that 0093 era. Yeah, you know everything is huge. The the new Gundam, if you were to stand a new Gundam next to the RX seventy eight, it's like a a whole head taller. Yeah. Um, oh, well, then even when we get into um, Hathaway with the Penelope and the Kasai Gundam. They have attachments yeah. on them. It's almost like they were able to get the suit so big, but they wanted to get them bigger, so they had to have these flight systems, yeah. you know, that are optional on them. And then I guess the Minofsky reactor gets refined, and that's when we get like the F ninety one stuff from then on out. Even though the real reason was to sell plastic in a smaller uh, quantity, but um, uh, let's see. And then that was uh, developed from. Oh, yeah, the Zaku 3. Here we go. Yeah, the Zaku 3, which is, you know, kind of similar to the late type. Um, yeah, and that's what I was looking for. There's not a developed from on the Zaku 3 page, but obviously from the Zaku 2. You would hope so. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, something else I've never really looked into is, you know, when the, the Principality of Xeon became the Republic of Xeon after the One Year War, and, like, Zimad or Xeonic, those companies kind of got dissolved and maybe the engineers went to Anaheim Electronics. Um, 
let's see. We see that, for, for instance, the manufacturer is NeoZeon. So I'm wondering if there were like Xeon sympathizers that when Zimad or Xeonic got dissolved into Anaheim, some of them left to stay with the Xeon remnants. And that's how they continued development of like the Zaku look up through the sleeves Gira Zulu. I mean, um, that's a, that sounds reasonable because yeah. you almost have like a, there's a fork, right? Where once the Titans developed the Hyzak using the Zaku 2 as a, as a base, oh, yeah. then, you know, Axis starts developing the Zaku 3 from the Zaku 2 as a base. And so that's where the kind of production line splits, hmm. right? Yeah. Between the, what I would suppose is, like you said, the Neo Zeon engineers and then everyone who went to uh, work for Anaheim. Yeah. Yeah, that stuff's interesting. And so, you know, that would lead me to believe, um, actually, let me, because, yeah, just really quick, I'm, I'm pulling this up. It's the YAMS-132 Rosen Zulu, which I think is a pretty neat mobile suit. Uh, you know, it's because it's like, it's like that evolution of, you know, the, the Xeon stuff. But I like how it has a purple color because I think, I don't know, that makes it kind of stand out and it's, it's still, like, edgy. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, it's an ace unit for sure. Um, you know, there's something I wanted to look up real quick because it reminded me. You know the Messer? Yes, yeah, from uh, Hathaway. Yeah. Let's see. Now, does the Rosen Zulu say where its development tree came from? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Let me look at it real quick. Um, I love looking at that stuff. So this was um, developed from the Hamahama Girazulu. Oh, his, his. So I guess there's lineage of the Xeon. Yeah. The Krake Zulu, the Sinanju. That makes sense. But this other one, never heard of it. Krake Zulu. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that. Oh, it looks like that. a psycho. It almost looks like the psycho, uh, the psychamu. What, what is the, not the yeah. psycho Gundam, but that, you know, original uh, Zeong. Psycho, yeah, whatever, because of the legs. Yeah. Um, so this is in Bond Destiny. I guess it's a manga of Unicorn. Mm -hmm. oh, that's cool when you see all these other... Uh, and that's interesting because it almost looks like what we see at the end of narrative. Yeah. And you can even see the the inspiration of Hamahama in those shields, right? Yeah. Like the small yeah, that that's Yeah, that that's that's pretty cool. I like that. Um Yeah, what else was it? Uh and then yeah, developed from, but not developed into. So that was the uh end of life there. Huh. Um Okay, now with the Messer, I wanted to look at that developed from the Giradoga. So that has direct lineage also, and I figured it did, um, but not developed into. So this is another example of like end of life, maybe for that. Or they just haven't released anything, what it would be, pre-F91, but yeah, like right yeah. at that. Huh. Right at the cusp. Yeah, because that I, does seem to have like a bit of a Hyzak look to it, right? Because it's yeah. got the chest vents the way that uh, that a GM would. Yep. But then it's got more of a Xeon designed head. It 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 reminds me yeah. of like a 
that same sort of combination of Federation and Zeon designs, which yeah, makes sense for me. That shield too. It, you yeah. know, it's more of a Federation shield almost. Um, yeah, that is pretty cool. Yeah. I'd love to get the high grade model kit of that. I've, I've been seeing it, just haven't grabbed it. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Um, Arx Croissant saying there's two messers. The main one uh, by pressing the button on the top left. Okay, so. Oh, here we go. Thank you. Oh, yeah, the, the one that we're familiar with. This has more of that design. Yeah, it looks very similar, but like you were calling out with the vents. Um, you know, even the shoulder, um, and I have it right here. Yeah, the, the, the shoulder part it has the jets it looks like the um uh, the um the uh, gm or oh yeah no gm custom yeah gm custom yeah it, that's very interesting so you've seen a lot of that dna and I, I don't know why i have such an obsession with stuff like that but it's cool it's cool oh, so um, i'm sorry i'm looking at the chat and neon brought up that um the the red giants are actually uh, from from a manga, an MS team, the third MS team. It's two ground GMs and one ground Gundam. Oh, what, let me see. Yeah, I'll have to come back and look at that. Yeah. Um, uh, oh no, here we go. Uh, yeah. Oh, from a Kakarot video talked about this in his recent video. It's a manga for another MS team. Ah, oh. sweet. So it's another manga coming out, which. Again, more one-year war <laughs> stories that happened everywhere. Um, but hey, Neon Wave, yeah. I appreciate. Uh, yeah, so Kakarot197, you guys head to his page. Um, I'm going to have to look at that later. And then, yeah, he had something else that stood out too. Let's see. Uh, the reason later you see pre-F91 uh, MSs got bigger is due to the introductions of newer technologies and bigger reactors since newer models needed more power. By F91, they managed smaller powerful reactors, yeah. And that's cool because it gets into the crossbone. Um, yeah, you know what? There's some other cool stuff would to see, like what happens in that area, like Marzion. I heard there's some stories about them. Um, yeah, that would be cool to see. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Marzion is a cool faction. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know too much about it. Yeah, I need to look that up. I, I guess my plans really are. Um, you know, after I stop with 08 MS team, um, I kind of don't know. Oh, I have some ideas of what I want to do next. Like, I want to cover F91. That would only take a video or two, maybe. When I did Shars Counterattack, that took two videos to really call out everything. Um, yeah. So, F91 might be a video or two. And then I'm going to do the first episode of Victory, because it's one of those where that first episode was made to it like jumped ahead and there's kind of a narration. I think that's a good way to kind of give an overall my, my thoughts on it because I quickly want to get into turn a, um, and you know, yeah. but then once I start doing that, I want to even explore crossbone because I, I feel like they, they, uh, Bandai seems to focus a lot on crossbone and it makes me think that they're going to do an animation sometime. Uh, I mean, I really think they should. It's a, you know, space pirates like what how, how much how much cooler can you get yeah you know it kind of has a, a theme that's different than what we're you know typically used to and also there could be judo ashta because he has his uh the gimp uh right isn't it called the gimp or something like that uh the mobile suit he has uh gump the dump gump okay and and i, I think 
I forget what name he goes by, and I'm sure chat will will be able to correct us, but it's like I think that he he goes by like Grey Wolf or something like oh, that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah. And then just it seen the F91 characters like you know, it, it was just that can kind of help make F91 not feel like its own animation because a lot of people liked it and that was kind of yeah, and it it feels like it's on its own island, right? Yeah, it's uh, it, it, it I think that Crossbone helps tie it back into the universe a little bit more. Oh, Shield Maiden Sailor seventy nine is saying it's Greystoke. Greystoke, there you ah, go. Very good. See, you can always depend on chat. Yeah, the collective knowledge of the internet. Oh yeah, Neon Wave is seeing how Victory's first episode is actually the fourth, and the reason for the strange arrangement is due to Bandai wanting uh, the ti- the title MS to appear in the first episode. Yeah, although I gotta say, I like that they did that because they have Shakti does narration during that because she's it's kind of and it's a good introduction for someone, especially early on in Gundam, to like get pulled in. Oh, this is what the action's gonna look like, and um, yeah, yeah. Which, you know, that makes it unique among a lot of Gundam series because, you know, Zeta Gundam, Double Zeta Gundam, you don't get the the titular mobile suit in the first episode. Yeah. You don't even get them in the first two episodes, right? Like, um, and then even like Char's counterattack, you don't see the new Gundam until the last third Although of I, the movie. Right, like he gets into it because I think you see it. You see the the face of it at the beginning, but you don't actually get to see him fight in it right isn't it isn't it they did it like that or am i thinking of something else i think that um the i think the opening sequence is them kind of like tearing yeah, pull, the cover that's off right of it, yeah or tearing the tarp off even though it was still technically under construction and everything right because he kept talking about like the data that was sent to them and uh yeah yeah the psychom, yeah which psychom piece or whatever uh, and i'm sure that you're going to cover this in the uh watch along here uh, oh, yeah. later this month right yeah, yeah, no, that yeah, it's gonna be fun. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, um, and then with because he had the Rigazi at first, and then he he was even in something else, wasn't he? Before he got into the new Gundam, or was um, it not? Not in the anime. Not he went anime. straight okay. from the Rigazi into the new Gundam. But I, I want to okay. say in the manga there was something else in between the two. Ah. Yeah, that's cool because even with Zeta, he's you know Camille's using the Mark II until he gets the the Zeta, and then it was the same thing with Judo. He had he had the Zeta until he got you know the double Zeta. So yeah, it's interesting that they do that. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, you know that's uh, yeah about it. We're at the end. Um, yeah, anything else you wanted to to bring up? No, no, I think that uh, you know we covered a lot of ground tonight. So yeah. No, I, yeah, we got a lot done, man. I tell you, it's it's hard sometimes just talking and talking and talking. So it's good to have someone to to talk to, especially someone that's knowledgeable enough, really, to where we can kind of go back and forth and sometimes answer each other's questions or really rely on chat because uh, yeah, chat is where it's at. But um, yep, no, yeah, that's cool. Well, yeah, everyone, thanks for watching. Uh, check the links uh, in the description for Steven's stuff. Um, if you're interested in that watch along, check out yeah the link I have in the description for the Patreon and. Um, yeah, I guess I will uh yeah, see you guys uh later. So, peace out. <laughs>